All right, buddy, we are live. Let us know you can see us. Let us know you can hear us. Welcome in the latest episode. That SEC podcast brought to you by Twisted Tea and my bookie. I'm your host, Michael Bratton. I go by SEC Mike on Twitter, and I'm joined today by a drunken cousin Shane. <laughs> it's on beer, beer number one. How, how's it going, buddy? Oh, it's going good, brother. Going good. We got 17 of these bad boys that got to knock out. You've heard of Coronas, but have you ever heard of Cornitas? Seven ounce wonders. Never said what size the beer was. You know, big dumb Shane would have went in there and got some some natties and came out, but he found seven fluid ounces in these little bottles here, uh, equivalent to about 119 <laughs> going to be consumed on this. I think it's like six ounces shy of a gallon. <laughs> so clearly this show is going downhill in a hurry. I figured out I've got to do one of these about every three to four minutes. So I figured I'd get started early. But, Mike, I am ready. You know, it's funny because I, I now have an excuse to drink on this show. Uh, but I've never had to really kind of coordinate getting picked up after the show. You know, So yeah. that's definitely a new one for me. We got some good ones. Comments already. Danny, let's sh- shout out Danny. Look at this. He's, he's probably our top commenter here. Yeah. Cardiologist is hoping for a non-solvable fiber bet. Next one. My wife just upped my life insurance. I don't know what that's about, but but M-I-Z. Trey Tucker says 100 bucks. said his cardiologist asked him to make a celery bet next week. (laughs) I think that'd be worse for Cousin Shane than the beer. Kyle, shout out Kyle, longtime listener. He he says uh, he's drinking the first one with you. Oh, yeah. Come on, man. Some people are wondering... Why they ain't tall boys. I mean, 17 tall 17, boys. Come, oh, on. Come, on. come on, Chris. It, it's, here's the thing. I've had 17 beers before, obviously, in a day. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, it's the time. I've got to do this within an hour. You know what I'm saying? Well, we don't have to so, push it. but No, 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 no. And, and, and again, don't do this at home. You know, I am a trained professional. And, <laughs> you know, consult your doctors and, and all that. It seems like we should put that on there. You know, we're not promoting alcohol or drinking or anything like that. It just seems like that's going to come back on us. But I, but I will say this, <laughs> you know, if if I get to a point I can't go on anymore, mm-hmm. then I apologize. We're, <laughs> you know, we're Mike knows he's gonna he's ready. He's gonna pull this this uh, cord at any moment. And if if we just go radio silent, you know, Shane's hit his limit. Yeah. Okay. So this is going to be a special one, mm-hmm. and uh, for obvious reasons, but also. Uh, we've been doing these these mailbag, yeah. Pots. I I really enjoy the mailbags. Uh oh, folks. He's he's already on number two. So I'm trying to I'm trying to update these as as he's doing them. So bear with me here. Look, I, out of the gate, I wanted to get going. You know, get lubed up real good. Right. Well, I'm just I'm. You I want, go on. Yeah, I want fine. the uh, the audience to know what you're on because I think that will uh, you know that will change the the topic and, and just the reaction. So also for the, for people that may listen years down the road, you know what I mean? They're like, how many beers was cousin Shane down when he said yeah. X, Y, Z? Well, right now on the screen, I've got it at, at two. Cause you're on your second one. Okay. So okay. Does no, that make good. sense? Yeah. 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 That makes sense. We're, we're high tech over here. You know what I mean? Well, and, and again, if you're just catching in on this or this got brought up somewhere, my walk of the week was last Saturday. Mm-hmm. Mizzou went to Kentucky. Right. I predicted Kentucky to win that game. You're welcome, Mizzou. Everybody knows I'm one 
Not only did you predict it, you locked it. I locked it. Locked her down. So, you know, it was funny because there were some Mizzou fans that got upset. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But majority of the listeners, especially from Kentucky, were the ones that were extremely upset because they knew what was coming. The Grim Reaper made its appearance there in Lexington at Kroger Field. So that's what happened. But the bet was for every point that Mizzou beat Kentucky, I would consume a bottle of beer. And unfortunately, there were some extra points. There were some field goals that should have been made. There were some (laughs) touchdowns there at the the garbage time that I was kind of hoping happened, but it didn't. So we wound up at 17. But by God, Mike, it got close to almost 24. And and we probably wouldn't have been able to do that. 17 is going to be tough (laughs) to do. They're calling you the new Lee Corso. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll probably sound like Lee by the time we get done here. <laughs> All right, but what I was saying, this, yeah. this, so this is going to be a mailbag show. Yeah. And I thought it was going to be hilarious if it's, uh, you know, drinking beers with it and, mm-hmm. and just the answers that we're going to get out of us. So uh, we'll start. I, I tried to get as many as I could because I didn't mm-hmm. know how many we're going to need. I didn't know how long we were going to have to go. Yeah. Usually we knock the mailbag out in about 15, 20 minutes. Right. We may have to go a little extra for obvious reasons. So, shout out. And I'm, I'm prioritizing a Mizzou one here just for you, Shane. Tennis in Aloha, that's his name on Twitter. Uh, true, What's your true thoughts on Coach Drink? I have not been a fan, but a 9-10 to 10 win season might have me changing my tune. Mm. He's such a dork. But I recently watched Ted Lasso, and to be honest, he's kind of our Ted Lasso. So, what's your thoughts on Coach Drink? My thoughts, I've always liked the guy, even personally. We got to talk to him last year at SEC Media Days, and he just seemed like, you know, a guy given a shot, given an opportunity here, and it felt like he wasn't going to squander it, you know? And Mm -hmm. we kind of had our doubts a little bit toward the end of last season. I know you and I did. And we kind of put a little pressure on him at the start of the season. Given everything that he had coming back, we thought, hey, as long as we can get a little play from the quarterback here, Mizzou's going to be all right. And, man, we've got more than a little. Cook is cooking, you know. And to say that it's just the players is asinine, Mike. You know, this is this is a – Eli gets a lot out of these players, a lot of players that people didn't even know. Mizzou, you know, wasn't a hot commodity you know, when he first came in. But mm-hmm. all of a sudden, mm-hmm. you start putting people in the league, you start building the buzz, the players seem to really love him – and, you know, similar to uh, some of these other player coaches out there, I think that's important, especially at a program like Mizzou. They're coming there. They're playing for their states. You're keeping your in-state rival. That He's done everything he can to, to, to lock the borders of Missouri, which I think is phenomenal. That's what you got to do in that state. And uh, so given where we're at now, very impressed. Yeah, but also at the same time, you were not impressed mm-hmm. when he skipped us. Mm-mm. At SEC Media Day, that, that, that's the biggest mistake he's made this season, don't you think? Yeah, that was kind of bullshit. Be honest with you, Mike. <laughs> All right, beer three, really, real talk starts to kick up. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't understand that, and and it's so funny. And I don't, I don't, I don't necessarily blame him either. No, I'll give you, I'll give you a little, little behind the curtain there, man. SEC, SEC Media Days. Well, let's not blast anybody. We 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 want to keep getting. No, no, no. I'm not. I'm not. But I mean, again. It's it's like it's like a high school prom too. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. there's the popular kids. Oh, they, yeah, they get yeah. their private rooms. I mean, Nick Saban <laughs> didn't even come out on the floor. You know, that's <laughs> right, right. that that's stupid. You know, because right, right. 
People tune into this show because we're not afraid to ask the questions. You know, some of them are dumb, yes, but some of them are fun, and some of them are questions you're just concerned about. And I, I think one of the best interviews was with, with Sam, you know, and that was one of the only ones we got. It's like it, we have to make it through these handlers to finally, of course, this show is probably not going to help us get anybody <laughs> next year. I'm thinking the you whole know, time. I think about it. So, yeah, but I, I absolutely love SEC Media Days just because for us, for the fans, it kicks off. You know, optimism is at its all-time highest. You know, at that moment, you're thinking Arkansas could win it yeah. all. You know, Mizzou can win it all. Tennessee can win it all. You know, and and so you're you're wanting to get some more intel on your on your team, not just the same old ABC conversations you see online. So, how about this comment from Carl Judkin, Shane, mm-hmm. Eli Drinkwitz, mm-hmm. and Shane Drinking Schmitz? I thought that was a good one. I pa- think Paul says he's mumbling already, folks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm three in. We're in trouble. Does, do these have like more alcohol in them? You know, that's well, one thing I probably should have. You're drinking at. them pretty quick. You know. Oh, should slow it down. Well, I'm not. I'm not encouraging one way or another. It'll be a short show, Mike. I'm just saying. Okay, uh, let's go to Brian Mull. Yeah. If there was an SEC coaches draft, I like this one. Yeah. Who would be the top five picks? Uh, and I, I mean, I think the top two are pretty obvious, don't you? Uh, the top two, absolutely. Yeah, without a doubt. Kirby Pure, and Pure. Nick, right? Yeah. Yeah. So we got to take him off that the order. Kirby, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Kirby, okay. Kirby. Yeah. Nick Saban, he's lost his fastball. <laughs> Number three. Uh. Would you go? I think I'd go Brian Kelly. Brian Kelly won the won the division his first yeah, year. Absolutely, I get it. Some people don't like him. He's a little weird. He's, I don't know if he's weird. He's just different. You know, he's he was. I think what imagine Shane after and we loved Coach O, but he was not. Are you? He he was not a professional. Yeah, in a, in a lot of ways, and that's why we like some of these. I mean, hell, Mike Leach. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's professional, but just, just different. Whereas Brian Kelly, I think is. Uh, you know, he's not going to embarrass you, your program and, and everything. Like, he's a leader. Yeah. And I think he'll lead LSU to great things. But, but what I was going to throw it your way, like, we've were have we been having all these talks about Jimbo Fisher. If he was at – if Brian Kelly was at A&M, yeah. they're winning the national championship eventually, right. don't you think? Well, I mean, he's at LSU. So that I kind of wanted to tee it up a little bit differently here. Are we giving Brian Kelly a little too much credit because he is – in LSU. I mean, you put Brian Kelly in Arkansas, you put him in Kentucky, South Carolina. Are are we talking about him being one of the top five coaches? I don't know. Hmm. I, I I think when I'm thinking top five coaches mm-hmm. is giving them to a, a key to a program like LSU that has that doesn't ha- that has the funds to recruit that has the just the I mean it's a blue chip program say what you want yeah I, if you put Josh Hopple down in LSU Ooh. what's their record right now you know if he's been down there for three or four years so we're throwing Hypel in there right of course I am you I am. put you put him over Brian Kelly yeah yeah okay. I am okay because given where Tennessee was and where they are now yeah that's the only reason um hell in in and kind of in that same area I I could make an arc. No, I'm not going to make the argument just yet. So is is Brian Kelly even in your top five? Brian Kelly's number five for me. Okay, so yeah. we're we're missing one then. Yeah, who who's that other? Mark Stoops. What? <laughs> Mark yeah. Stoops. I'm telling you right now. <laughs> I'm in that camp. I know what people are saying. I know what they're saying. 
They're looking at the boy. records and and they're saying, "Well, he's not." Beat. How many of them bears you have? I'm just saying. <laughs> it's I, I get the I understand because how can you say Stoops at okay Stoops goes down and lands the job in Georgia, okay, in three four years. What's the records? Are are they eight and you know are they are they winning eight games? They winning ten games? They winning potentially twelve? Going to an SEC championship? Hell no. No, you don't think so. <laughs> okay, I I disagree. He'd be fired in three years if he went down to Georgia. I don't know. I just think what again, what he's been able to do in Lexington, the talent he's been able to get on that that field, is impressive. Given where Lexington was before he got the job and where Kentucky is now, mm-hmm. so yeah, that's that's kind of my my long way around it. So I like Kelly and I think he's in a, I mean, he's in a sweet gig and he's going to be successful down there, but to just say he's a better coach than all these other guys in the sec, when it's not a neutral field, it's not a, you know, a neutral game. I'll tell you this. And I may, I may be wrong. Cause I give this guy a hard time, but he's a good coach and he beat Mark Stoops in his first year. Yeah. Lane Kiffin. Oh shit. Yeah. I'd rather have Lane Kiffin than Mark Stoops. And I don't even think I'm I'm going through the teams here. I don't even know if I would, you know, that's a slam dunk top five. But I mm. think he's closer. He's close. I, there's just, I mean, I think it's too early to put drink there. He's not even had a winning season. Yeah. No, they win ten or eleven. Right. I may be changing my tune, but we we got to finish the deal here. Building what they did in all. That's a good one. I almost forgot about Ole Miss. To be honest with you, <laughs> I kind of like. Okay, I'm I'm saying those between those last two spots. I'm cheating. Stoops, mm-hmm. Kiffin, Kelly, no particular order. The comments are split, Shane. Some some like Stoops, some like Kiffin. So yeah, but you see what I'm saying. I that's that's the age old argument. It's a it's a it's a scenario that we can't until Stoops gets a job somewhere else. We can't you know right. say now. Here's one. You're a couple deer beers deep. Mm. So I think we can have some real talk here. Yeah, Ashley, big time supporter. She's probably. The, the biggest, Florida. biggest Florida supporter yeah. we got. She's the only one like that's she's the only one that's hang on, <laughs> yeah. hang, hanging in there, right? No disrespect to the other teams or coaches, but yeah. why are y'all willing to put Billy Napier, who's only in his second year with a winning record so far, on the hot seat, or Zach Arnett being in year one on the hot seat, but not Sam Pittman, Shane Beamer, or Clark Lee with losing records who are the coaches again clark lee clark lee yeah shane beamer yeah sam Pittman. right why are we not throwing them on the hot seat mm. but we are billy napier and zach arnett but i i think her real question is of course billy napier yeah but uh i mean expectations man yeah you know the expectations are higher in florida than they are in arkansas at least i thought they were right i well yeah I maybe mean, they're not Maybe. Getting their ass kicked by Kentucky. I know. Two years in a row. With one of time one of the times they had a number four overall pick at quarterback. Yeah. And we're sitting here saying, Why are you out? We're not we're not even like totally against him. He's he's eleven and nine. He's six and six in league play. They were fourth in the East last year. Yeah. Again, you don't fire someone because in their first year they went fourth, but I'm not it looks it looks shaky when you yeah. open the second year. Good great coaches. There, there's a handful that I can think of, Shane, that are year two. Yeah. And I, I think it was Clay Travis that started this like 10 years ago, but it's like Nick Saban year two, went undefeated. Um, Urban Meyer won the national championship year two. Yeah. 
Um, I'm, I'm trying to think of the lit. I think uh, obvi- obviously Josh Heupel, yeah. year two, 111. Lane Kiffin, year two at Ole Miss, 110. If you're a, an elite coach, there's a and, and maybe Florida, hey, we're still in year two. He could yeah. win 10 or 11. Right. And then we're throwing Billy in this conversation. Yeah. But when you open the first game, there's no games on. Yeah. Remember, it was a Thursday night, uh-huh. and they get their ass handed to them by Utah, which starts a walk-on quarterback. Are we supposed to sit here and say, great showing, Billy? No, yeah. that was that was fucking awful. Yeah. that's And that's yeah. what we were reacting to. Now, they flipped it, and they beat Tennessee. It's a hell of a win. Beat South Carolina when I think even diehard Florida fans were like, this is a toss-up. Mm-hmm. So he's winning. This is what he's got to do. He's got to keep winning these games. But I think it's, I think it's more than fair to say he's not been great up until, I mean, hell, if if they lost to South Carolina, yeah, and I realize that we can't, we can. What if every one of these coaches, if he had lost to South Carolina last week, yeah, you think these Florida fans would be happy? No, I think they'd be like, God, we we fucking suck. We're gonna yeah. lose every game. You know what yeah. I mean? Like this is fandom, though. Yeah, you win a big game. You're fired back up. Yeah, yeah, you lose a game. God, we're never going to win again. You know what yeah. I mean? So I, I think we're just in the middle of that. But I don't know. Tell me I'm wrong. No, you're not wrong. And and to answer her question, I just think the expectations are a little bit higher in Florida. Because when – now, it's 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 kind of crazy. That job has lost a little luster, in my opinion. You know, you would have – if this job would have came open in early 2000s, you know, this is ones that you're considering with Georgia and Alabama and LSU. Yeah. You know, those, those, that's like the blue bloods. But all of a sudden, you know, keep not losing seasons, but just ups and down seasons. It, it's, it's tough. And then you can see how tough it is to get that thing going down there in Gainesville. So I, I, I think the job itself has lost a little bit of luster, but it could always ramp right back up. That's how quick. And, and it's, you know, and the one thing about Billy, the reason that he's not truly on a hot seat is because of this recruiting class that's coming in, man. Right. You know, I mean, there's that's lingering in the back of your mind saying, hey, we don't want to rock this. We get some young talent in here. Billy's system can work. We've seen it work. We've seen it work against Tennessee. We've seen it work now against South Carolina. Mm-hmm. So there, there are opportunities for this to work. But it is slower, and people don't like slow. They, they don't like it. They they want to eat now. You know, it's like fast food. You know, that's why they're so successful. <laughs> we'll go to a drive thru, even though it's worse food. Right. You do it because it's quick. Yep. I'm so, drinking, talking food. You knew this was going to happen. <laughs> Can we take a break? <laughs> All right. How about this one? It's a good one from uh, Trey Tucker, mm-hmm. big supporter of the show. If Tennessee loses to Alabama. Mm-hmm. Would you guys be willing to go to the grocery store together in clown makeup? Uh, no, no, no. They're they're big underdogs. Yeah. No, of course not. But I, I think his real question: If Arkansas beats Mississippi State, yeah, does that seal Zach Arnett's fate? What do you think about that one, Shane? Well, you know, I was thinking about this earlier. If there's a list that we are making for must-win games this weekend, there's only two coaches that are actually facing each other, mm. you know, and it's, it's this one here, Sam and, and Arnett, they're, they're backs against the wall. And I hate to do, you can't say, Hey, we're going to give Billy year th- three years, but we can't with Arnett, but 
Arnett was never the guy. He was the guy for the moment, you know. He was the guy that could seize this opportunity, I, th- I believe, you mm-hmm. know. And you sometimes you see some of these coaches catch catch fire. You just talked about Coach O, you know, he did that. But I don't know, man. I, I think he's slowly losing grip on his. And then you got Sam that just went through a month of of really close ball games, tough losses, and now you're going against an opponent that you're expected to win. And if you drop this one, then all bets are off, you know? So that's right. there's a lot of pressure on this one. Yeah, and Mississippi State is a school that, that generally will, will be pretty patient with you. Yeah. Um, but this is why I say, Shane, I say it all the time, I would never in the SEC, and it's, it's worked before, but more often than not, it doesn't. I would never... And that was unique circumstances. So maybe that's not fair, but yep. I, I would never hire a head coach in the SEC that's never coached mm-hmm. because there's a learning curve. And there's a learning curve for, hell, there was a learning curve for Kirby. Yeah. First year was not great. Second year went national championship. So it was a quick curve, but yeah. he's he's an outlier. He's another one throwing into that. You're an elite coach, year two, results pay up. But no, I, I don't think they're. Is, I, there, is there any other coaches? As, Piggyback mm-hmm. off that. Mm-hmm. What are the? Is there some other coaches? Because I had my list here and I don't have it on me. Uh-huh. But that are in must-win situations this weekend in the SEC. Yeah, mm. like the wheels could really fall off if you drop a game this weekend. I mean, you could throw Kelly in there. I'm not saying that he's the, he's going to get fired or anything, but losing the army. When, I think I, mean, I think Beamer needs a win pretty bad. Pretty bad. Just yeah. I think not his job, but I think the season. In the foot. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, that all goes away. You yeah. beat Missouri. A ranked yeah. Missouri. But I'll, I'll throw you another curveball. Yeah. And he's going to catch a ton of shit if he drops this one. Lane Kiffin. Yeah. If he loses to Hugh Freeze and that Auburn job. And we're, and they're all they're all excited again. They're back on the Kiffin bandwagon. They're all, he's great. He's this. He's that. You can't beat. I mean, there, there was a, I don't know if you saw it. There was an AL.com column. Mm-mm. If Kiffin doesn't win. Fire his ass, he said. Oh, shit. But it was all about how awful Auburn is. So, <laughs> <laughs> so that's the point, though. I mean, they're awful. You mm-hmm. know, so you cannot lose to them. So I, maybe it's Kiffin. Yeah. All right, how about this one? John Chavis. Love love this account. Oh, he, he, the he, chief. The chief. It's not really him that we think, but it could be. Uh, bigger shocker, Shane. Josh Heupel not having a passing game mm-hmm. or Sam Pittman not having a running game. What what a question that is. Oh, that's a good one. Uh, I, I'm going to say Heupel. No, I don't know, man. That's so damn good because you think Sam and Big Ugly's up front. That's that's my biggest concern. If he would have said offensive line, you know, and, and passing game, then maybe I would have leaned more towards Sam. But rushing attack, mm. I don't know, man. That's that's I'm I'm right down the line there. That's a great question. I'm 50-50 there. I'm going hypo in the passing. Because even yeah. I, I I was never one to buy into the all the Joe Milton hype. But when you saw him in the orange boy, you're like, mm-hmm. my God, maybe he does got something. But it was more about the receivers. Mm-hmm. We were hearing so many good things. Remember our our buddy Jesse Simonton over there on threes, Dante yeah. Thornton, his bold prediction. Yeah. Gonna lead the, the SEC in touchdowns. Mm-hmm. I don't think I, I think that guy has one. He's got like six catches on it or something crazy like that. And he that. does look good too. But uh yeah, I mean I I, I always assume under hypo you're gonna have a passing attack. Yeah. So I think that's to me that's the biggest. But you're right, it's it's fairly close. 
fairly close, but I don't know. I, I guess I'm with you. How can I say Joe Milton potentially could win a Heisman and then like sweep a hundred <laughs> yards passing under the rug like it's nothing? So I yeah, I'm that was probably my biggest miss of the off season there was just how prolific this this passing attack was going to be. Yeah. You know, we we just penciled in some of these other cats and said, you know what? You know, Jalen was good. He was really good. He's gonna be great in the NFL and you know, Tillman's gonna be great in the NFL, but yep. We could just replace it. It's a factory here, you know, but it's it's not. Clearly, there was a huge drop-off there. People are not getting it, Shane. I, there's a scrolling thing on the bottom. Yeah. It says, Cousin Shane Beer Count, and it has the emojis. Maybe they just think I'm, I'm being cute and there's emojis. Yeah. That's how many he's on. He, he's on four right now, so yeah. I, I'm keeping that up. Yeah, <laughs> I'm on four. I'm doing I'm probably a little behind schedule here, but I don't want to. Right. I don't want to get too carried away. How about uh, this question from Cody Garrett? Really good question, Shane. If Joe Milton, speaking of speaking of the devil, passes for a minimum of two hundred yards, yeah, so two hundred or more, Tennessee has at least hundred and fifty rushing yards. Do they beat Bama in Tuscaloosa, or is this a last team? Or last team with the ball, kind of you know back and forth. UT defense legit. Uh, just looking. A lot of numbers there, Mike. Yeah, all right. So basically, yeah. 200 or more passing yards, 150 rushing yards for Tennessee. Is that enough to beat Alabama in Tuscaloosa? Yeah, I don't think this is meant to be a shootout. Right. Which is kind of crazy with a Hopple team. But, you know, if it's close, if it's less yards, I think that favors Bama, mm -hmm. you know, um, because, again, Alabama has a lot of offensive weapons too. They're starting to emerge. Uh, on that side, and Jalen's starting to play better. I, I you got to be careful. I mean, it could turn into somewhat of a shootout here. But if you told me those, that's the stat line, right? Then I think that's big favor for uh, Tennessee Vols. Yeah, I, th I think that's that's asking a lot. So if yeah. they hit it, done. that's a lot, man. That is a lot of yards. I mean, the fact you couldn't do it against Texas A and M, and now arguably a better defense, you're going to have better stats. I don't know. This question just home. just came in on the timeline. How bad? I have to do it though. How bad from Sean? Do you do y'all think Florida is going to be Georgia? Oh, man. <laughs> man, I tell you what, there's a nasty. I think video. they can win. I really do think they can win. Yeah, but I, it, but it's, but the odds are against it, of course. And, and I, I guess here's my thing because everybody's pointing to Brock Bowers, you know, and his right. injury, and and how detrimental that is to that program, but. You know, when you have an offense that's based around one particular person and he goes down during that game, it's not like you could just implement new plays and new schemes. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. They've got time. Who they play this weekend? They're on a bye. Exactly. They've got two weeks to figure it out. So to think that this Georgia team is just going to forget how to play offense next the following week is yeah. crazy. It's asinine. So I've used that word twice, but I learned it this morning, Mike. So I'm going to keep... Uh, but I will say this on the Florida side, what they've been doing shows promise. And and if you could keep putting those points up, that's where it gets entertaining because Georgia has been able to to play some offense, but getting into any type of shootout, we've not get to, got to see that yet. Yeah. How about this one, Shane? Uh, is Jimbo finished in Aggieland after Shane Beamer breaks his <laughs> other foot off in college station so I, I think what he's really saying if south carolina beats a&m 
Will they? Will they let him go? Will they let Fisher go? It, I I've been on record saying that I believe it's going to be the end of the year, regardless. Yeah. Whatever happens, they could win out. I still think Jimbo's done. Commenter says, "Put Jimbo on the uh, the Yale team." You know them guys. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, he'd do good. Old fast talking Jimbo. No, I. Uh, do you think there's a chance that he gets fired midseason, like after a game? Do you see that happening? If if you're gonna fire his ass, you might as well fire him. Yeah, because then you then you can get a head start on the next coach and all. But again, I don't know how much value that is either. Cause they always say that. And then it seems like the team that fires their coach first yeah. and they're like, this will give us a great advantage. They never get their first guy. Anyway, no. So. <laughs> no. But it is a and M. So I right. think they're going to, they'll have a short list that they could pick from here. One thing I, I wonder about is, is recruiting too, though. You know, some of the relationships they have with some of these guys that are committed, you know, if you could keep, Somebody like a Bobby Petrino that could go out and, you know, try to keep some continuity there. But I don't know. I, I just don't see him getting fired midseason. Okay. How about this one, Shane? Wildcat Willie. Mm-hmm. Do you all think that the poor play of Devin Leary will negatively affect Kentucky's ability to recruit top flight quarterbacks in the portal? Mm. No. Yeah, because they've attracted two back to back here, so that's kind of what Kentucky is is a stepping stone to the NFL. Hopefully, yeah. Now, obviously, you'd like to see Leary, you know, take the reins, and then you know we talk about him getting potentially drafted in the NFL. I, right now, he's not getting drafted. You know what I'm saying? He's right. still got some some room to grow, but don't he have time? I mean, he. he I'll tell you the key to it, Shane. Here's the reason. And here's the reason Devin Leary's there. It's Liam Cohen. Yeah. And who do we keep hyping up as the plays are there? Yeah. He's not making the throws. That's not on that's that's not on Liam Cohen. Right. He's scheming it up well. And you know, Will Levis, mm-hmm. no hell, he had more rushing attempts than passing attempts. That's a wild stat. More rushing attempts than passing when he was at Penn State and under Liam Cohen, he developed into an NFL passer. Yeah. And if he if this Devin Leary can't do the same, I think it's on Devin Leary. I don't think yeah. it's on Liam Cohen. And, and, you know, not trying to be disrespectful. Because you're right, there's time. He could still do it. But also, whoever is recruiting out of the portal, let's let's try to think of uh, NFL. Maybe like Arkansas is, yeah. is a one that comes to mind. Uh, maybe LSU, but they got Garrett Nussmeyer, so I don't think it'll be them. But you just look around the SEC teams that are going to be recruiting portal quarterbacks. You want to go play for Dan Enos? Yeah. Or you want to go for Liam Cohen, who's been in the NFL. You're trying to get to the NFL. I think it's all about Liam Cohen. So I don't think anything Larry does hurts hurts them in recruiting. Yeah. Yeah. I'm with you there. All right. How about this one, Shane? Love this name. Buck Fama. Mm -hmm. He switched around there. Tennessee run game and Milton. uh, Design slow... Run, slow down, Bama. Oh my God. Uh, basically, here's here's the question. It's kind of hard to read. Will Vol if the Vols take sh- deep shots? If Milton hits two or more bombs, two or yeah. more bombs, can Tennessee win a close game? If B- Milton hits two bombs this weekend in Tuscaloosa, what's your thoughts? 
love these scenarios, you know. <laughs> <laughs> like, they think they're they're going four yeah. D chess autos, you know. Yeah, two bombs, <laughs> you know. I don't know. Uh, what well, I mean, they hit a couple bombs last week, and it came down to the wire with Arkansas. So I like that they're allowing Jalen to throw deep. You know, I, I think. Oh no, no, no! He's saying Joe Milton. Oh, if Milton. Joe Milton hits some bombs, can they beat oh. Alabama? That's because Joe Milton ain't been hitting them bombs. My God, if he can do, yeah, absolutely. It, that's the problem is when there's no threat for that downfield, then it just the running lanes seem to tighten up a little bit on Joe. So we've got to. You got to. Tennessee Vols have got to find some playmakers, and and it's sad. It can't be Squirrel. I'm I'm telling you right now, it cannot be Squirrel. Brew is obviously out. You talked about Thor. You talked about um, Keaton. Yeah. You know, with some that terrible drop last week. Yep. There's got to be somebody just steps up and just helps helps the quarterback out because there are times Joe gets it to them, and then there's a, a pivotal drop. So, uh, yeah, I want to see some downfield. Throw. Someone in the comments, uh, MG Way. Can we win if Milton completes two passes? <laughs> <laughs> and again, it's Milton's got to run. He has got to run yeah. the damn ball. If it's you know third and short, you know like something he can just. I mean, he's a he's a big bastard. Just get across that line of scrimmage. All right, how about this one, Shane? And you might have to start drinking them beer. I'm just saying. Someone's they're like you've been on beer four for ten minutes. I'm on I'm on five right now. Yeah, I know. Sorry. <laughs> Yeah, you're right. I don't know. I may not be able to make this one, but I may go He's down trying. a loser. He's trying like hell. All right, how about this question? I'm trying Shane? not to pee, too. You From know, Marcellus like, Wallace. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Does Missouri have a chance of being a top 10 team this year, and how would they fare against any of the current top 10 teams? And I, I got them listed out here. So just quick thoughts. I'll say the team. You say whether Mizzou would beat them. Let's just oh. say on a neutral field. Does that, okay. does that make sense? Neutral field, yeah. Georgia. What about weather? No weather. Neutral field. Okay. Can they beat Georgia? On a neutral field. Ooh. No. Michigan. Yes. Ohio State. Twice. Florida Three State. times on Sunday. <laughs> Florida State. Florida State. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Washington. LSU'd beat them again if they played. Uh, Washington, yeah, definitely. Oklahoma. Oklahoma. They're good. That'd be a tough one. Uh, Let's give them a lot. We we can't beat them all. How about Penn State? Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Texas? Mm, Depends which one shows up, but that'd be a tough one. That's a draw. Oregon? Oh, yeah. And then I know you got North Carolina. They're top 10. I can't believe it. North Carolina. Oh, man. They'd beat the Panthers, man. You know what I'm saying? Everybody'd beat Carolina. No, they ain't a good team in Carolina anymore. Yeah. Now South Carolina's kind of fell off the wayside here. Yeah. No, I think you're right. And Clemson, they don't even want fans down there, you know? It's right, like, right. Jimbo's firing everybody. Uh, any court. Jimbo, shit. Yeah. Sorry. Which coordinators mm-hmm. most likely, and I think he's just talking SEC coordinators, most likely to get a head coaching job next. And one that stands out to me, Shane, is, I already mentioned him, Liam Cohen. I know he wants to be a head coach at some point. I don't think he's going to rush into it, but I think he's one, Kentucky's offensive coordinator. I think that would be a real one. I think uh, the one that that most people should have circled is Georgia defensive coordinator, Glenn Schumann. 
young guy. He's been under Kirby since since Bama. He's been there the whole time. They're in their they're growing dynasty. I think both Kentucky coordinators. Yeah, could Brad White. That's another yeah. great one, defensive coordinator. But I don't I don't think it's fair. But it seems like for whatever reason these these ads like to hire offensive guys. Yeah. So it's always tougher for the defensive guys. But right. certainly Brad White has has earned that. I think one guy to keep your eye on Shane, and he he's probably not ready now. Yeah, but. Five years, I think he'll be ready. Arkansas defensive coordinator Travis Williams played linebacker at Auburn. Yeah, been under Gus uh, at Auburn, then at Central Florida. Now he's doing a great job for Arkansas. He keeps it up. He'll be a head coach. Uh, I'll throw this in there: Jeff Lebby mm-hmm. from Oklahoma, offensive coordinator. I think he's he's quality. Mm. And uh, Must Champ ain't done. He's going. He'll land one. I guarantee you. Not a not a good one. I don't think. Maybe not a good one, but he'll be. Some back guys in are assistants. Yeah. Some guys are head coaches. I think he's an assistant. I really. I do. don't know. I think he'll get another shot. And then how about this? I'll, I'll throw this one out there. Uh, South Carolina special teams coordinator Pete Limbo. Yeah. I think he could be a head coach. Pete Limbo. You think so? South Carolina special. They're not great. Head this coach. Year. Yeah. No, I don't. I don't think so. Mm. I don't think so. You, you Why think do you so? hate the game? I, I, I don't hate them. They got but, elite special teams, man. Yeah, elite special teams, yeah, but who's hiring a Like, who's out there hiring a head coach and saying, you know what we need? Mm-hmm. We need a special teams guy in here. Well, there's a guy in the uh, in the NFL named Harbaugh. Who? Was James? It, it's, uh, what's his dude's name? J- just Jim's brother? I don't know. I'm sorry. The other, yeah. the other John Harbaugh. John, John Harbaugh. Harbaugh, yeah. Special teams coach. That's it. That's all he does. No, I don't think so. <laughs> no. okay. The hardballs are different. They don't count. Let's take a little break from the show to let you know we're presented by MyBookie. Head on over to MyBookie.ag today. And don't forget to use that promo code, that SEC. that's T-H-A-T-S-E-C, over at MyBookie. And they're willing to give you an instant 50% initial deposit bonus up, up to 1000 bucks today. You sign up for a new account at mybookie.ag today. This is the number one way to help this podcast stay independent. Please, please help support the podcast. Take advantage of this offer. And you can just throw 50 bucks in there, 100 bucks, whatever you got. Head on over to mybookie.ag today. Sign up, new account, using promo code THATSEC. There's a link in the show notes. Click that link, sign up, use that promo code THATSEC. We would really, really appreciate it. And just fade our picks, and <laughs> you'll be looking pretty every each and every Saturday. We're also brought to you by Game Time Sidekicks. We love our Game Time Sidekicks. Head on over to GameTimeSidekicks.com. Put in that promo code SEC for 20% off your entire order. This officially licensed NCAA stainless steel where you'll love it. Cups, sippy cups. Tumblers, dog bowls, they got it all over at Game Time Sidekicks. Every college program represented, and of course, each and every member of the SEC. So head on over to Game Time Sidekicks, promo code SEC for 20% off your entire order. Are you ready to elevate your college football game day experience? Check out Twisted Tea, your go-to game beverage for college football fans. Twisted Tea is unlike any hard beverage you've had before it's made with real brewed tea and picks a flavorful punch 
5% alcohol and no carbonation, delivering the perfect balance of taste and refreshment that goes down smooth for every game day occasion. No need to settle for the usual. Twisted Tea turns up any occasion, especially when you're cheering on your favorite SEC team. Twisted Tea, the drink that fuels fun and celebrates your love of college football. Keep it twisted. The podcast is also brought to you by Game Time. Head on over to GameTime.co and use promo code THATSEC for $20 off your first purchase. Buying tickets to your favorite events shouldn't be stressful. Game Time is a fast and easy way to buy tickets for all sports, music, comedy, and theater near you. Game Time is the place for the last-minute ticket sales. Forget planning months in advance. Game Time has deals on tickets right up to the day of the event. Head on over to GameTime.co. Snag tickets without the stress. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code that. SEC for 20 bucks off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem that SEC for 20 bucks off. Download the Game Time app today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. All right, how about this one from uh, Big Orange Buzz Podcast? Is it more of a must win this weekend for Tennessee or Alabama? Feels like they both need it pretty bad. Tennessee or Alabama, who is it more of a must-win? Alabama. Yeah. Yeah, Alabama. Given what they did last year, you know, coming up there, getting their teeth kicked in, not really, but, I mean, you know, anytime you lose to Tennessee, it's it's embarrassing. You, I, I'll never – it's still playing over and over in my mind and the fans' minds, and you got you to gotta admit that every player down there in Tuscaloosa, every fan down there was a game they, they feel like they shouldn't have lost, so – at home, you don't lose at home. So this one's a big. And Nick Saban, again, he kind of bought time. He was a little rockier at the, at the first. You talked about the decade of, uh, or what did you call it? Decaying, Decaying, Decaying dynasty. dynasty. Sorry, shit. Corona. Uh, but I, I'm just <laughs> saying, at the end of this thing, um, this would kind of put them back again. You know what I'm saying? So oh, yeah. All that momentum that Nick had here and – and that would be huge because we want chaos in the West. Right. Huge chaos is an SEC lost here this week against Tennessee. And I know this is difficult. Yeah. It's very difficult for you, Shane. Push-ups? I, I, <laughs> I hate to even ask this, but take off your Vol hat. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, you and, and we're not I'm not trying to ruin your picks or anything, but just I mean, hell, they they've only beat Alabama, what, once in 16 years. It's not like it's not like you go into a season looking at that game in Tuscaloosa and be like, easy. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, to me, beating Alabama was a was a big enough surprise, but beating them in Tuscaloosa, it's one of those, I don't know about you, but it's like, for me, it's like, I got to see it before I can be picking that. Yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah. uh, we, we can't be saying that it's not a must win for Tennessee if we're like, God, I don't, I got to see it to believe it. You know what yeah. I mean? It's, it's just what you said. It's more for Alabama, I think. Yeah, I mean that's it's a must win, especially your quarterbacks out here making these kind of comments and you know, so you know that's in the locker room right now. This is a program that does not fear the team in orange. Right. And you need, you need me to help you with them beers? You want to yeah, hand me wanna, one? You want to do one of these? Yeah. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Can I get out? There there look, look at this. Yeah. Five star right there. 
I can't do it lefty. Yeah. All right, next question. This is a great question, though, Shane. From Pat Riley. The real Pat Riley, I hope. Basketball legend. This is a good drinking question, too. Best SEC team of your entire lifetime. Who stands out as the greatest top SEC football team that... Let's go. I, I've got mine already, but for you, Cousin Shane, who is the, the number one best fo- SEC football team you've ever seen? Oh, man. Dude, that is a tough one. I probably should have done a little more thinking on that one. I'm narrowing it down. It's a good to, drinking one, though, right? Yeah, it's it really good, is. Because <laughs> I, I think about, here's what I'm thinking about, is some of those Urban Meyer Florida Gator teams. Yeah. I got one of those. Um, I just think they were just when you had Percy Harvin and mm-hmm. Tim Tebow. Tebow and Chris Leak and uh, the defense itself was just fantastic. I mean, it, they had stars all, they had a little inconsistencies. That's, that's the only reason I'm kind of holding off on them because I, I think a couple of years ago, Georgia Bulldogs was another one that was just best hell, defense ever. Yeah. It was this, you know, but go back to Alabama days. I don't know, man. Who you got right now? Just uh, since I'm, I'm going to kind of go it's off easy you, but for me. It's easy. Ninety eight balls. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Twenty nineteen LSU with Joe Burrow. Uh, yeah, I think they beat like seven top ten teams. Yeah, I don't think um, they were ever tied in the fourth quarter or anything like that. I mean. Joe Burrow threw what like six thousand yards, sixty touchdowns. Just the receivers on that team, man. right? Right. You know what I'm saying? Like these are just studs in the NFL. They had three of them. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Could be potential. I'm not going to say they make Hall of Famers, but but they were absolutely their tight end made the NFL. Moss, their running back, made the NFL. Yeah. Multiple defensive players made the NFL. I hate to piggyback off of you, but I'm going to go. But that's a tough one. You know, that's... it is tough because. It's no wrong answers. Football football's different five years ago as it right. was fifteen years ago. You always wonder, like, what what would this team team A do with this team? And but you're right, Joe Burrow was just on a different different world. He was in a different world. I'm in a different world now. He's got some other uh, great questions too, though. Same same theme. Mm-hmm. Best offensive player. In, that you've seen in your lifetime. So we don't have to go back to the 50s and 60s and yep. all that, but best SEC offensive player of Cousin Shane's lifetime. Who stands out to you? And I um, I, I, I can go first if you want, or I'll leave it up to you. Well, do, do you think that's kind of fair? I mean, because growing up, I was not a huge SEC fan. I was a huge Vol fan, you know? So my Shh, list... Don't I think I'm you think kidding. I know. <laughs> I've been trying not to be biased, but <laughs> I mean, getting, growing up, yeah. I really loved like, I mean, because I've seen some great Tennessee players uh, dating back Reggie White. I remember I didn't get to see him in person, but you know, hearing the stories, getting to getting his autographed at, at, at one of the book signings, you know, that was just a guy that was on a different playing field. But then. Little man, little man Stewart was always, always one of my favorite dudes. You know, I just because he was local. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I always thought he was just unreal, just a freak of athlete. Al Wilson, mm-hmm. those guys, they were just, they were just surreal. But when you put all of it in there, I mean, there's so many great ones. Champ Bailey in Georgia, 
yep. was freaking crazy. Heinz Ward. Uh, I could, I mean, there's just so many that stands out to me. Which, which one's like your favorite right now? And what, and what defines the greatest athlete? I'll give you a clue. Yeah. He should have won the Heisman. John Henderson? <laughs> Big John? <laughs> <laughs> no, Darren McFadden, Arkansas. Oh. He was, yeah. he was such a beast. Yeah. Uh, I, I told this story before. I think I've told it on a podcast before, but he was in college when I was, and mm-hmm. uh, they played. Arkansas played at Tennessee, Yeah, and I knew how good he was. And I was like, they'll you got, they got to watch number five. You can watch number five the whole game. I just, my eyes were locked on him, and they they did a hell of a job. Contain. I thought they shut his shut him down. I was yeah. like, damn, all this hype. They shut his ass down. Like he he did, he was not impressive. Right. And then I got home and I looked at the stats, and he, I think he had like 160 rushing yards. And I was like, good <laughs> God, like that's that was limiting him. Yeah. Because he's used to 300, 400. You know what I mean? Like when you when you go for 160 and they, you, yeah. you feel like they shut his ass down. Like that's what a great player he was. I I give him. He's he's my number one. Uh, and then this is cheating, but. I love Tim Tebow, yeah, and Percy Harvin. For I mean, it's they're same same era, same team, and everything. But that's what I loved. Like perfect compliment. The the Percy Harvins, you know, it's just Cam Newton, somebody that could wear Joe yeah. Burrow. But there's always like a game. Like when you say one of these players, I always go back to a particular game where they just took it over. You know, I yeah. think of Cam and the infamous run. That- People in the comments, Cadillac. He was a, he was a hell of a player. Cadillac hurt me. You know, I'm not gonna lie. I thought he was coming to. I thought he's coming to Tennessee, and and apparently Tennessee really had a good shot for it, and they kind of squandered that opportunity. Philip Former did, and uh, so every every time I seen him succeed after that, it was really tough because people are upset. No, you haven't mentioned Peyton Manning yet. Well, I mean, I love Peyton Manning, but you know, he didn't win a Cincinnati. Derrick you know Henry, remember that one year? Eric oh, Berry, you know? I mean, you want to talk about yeah. freak athletes. I mean, we were trying – we were hoping that he'd have the interception return record or whatever it was, just a, just an absolute – Cordell Patterson. Uh, imagine having four years of Cordell Patterson, brother. Mm-hmm. I mean, the stats that we got. There's been some dudes. That's kind of like you were talking about Percy Harvin. Yeah. Like, guys like Cordell Patterson just always blew my mind. Like, I, I didn't quite – in uh, Kirk with Texas A&M. You know, some of these just, just really fast guys that just somehow feel like they're, I don't know, going 100 miles faster than everybody else on the field. Now, he's also asked defense. <laughs> so, I mean, you may oh, have already answered that. Yeah, with I think I've all answered that, but... all kinds of names here. <laughs> Al's my, my, without a doubt, my favorite, um, Big Al. But, um, again, I could go anywhere. John Henderson, growing up. John Henderson, Albert Hainsworth, when those guys were playing, yeah, uh, that was one of my all-time favorites. You want another one? Yeah, because yeah. you're just babying them over. Yeah, I'm getting. I'm sorry. Uh, how about uh, my 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 answer though mm-hmm. is Patrick Willis, Ole Miss. He was he was my favorite defensive player I've ever seen, and he was on some bad teams, but he was elite. Yeah. And I remember one year even he had a club on his. He had one damn hand. I think he led the SEC in mm-hmm. tackles. You know what I mean? Yeah. That guy was he was he was a beast. Leonard Little. He yep. was a good one. All right, how about this? I had that poster in my room. You know, Leonard Little. He's looking down. Yeah. Ooh. Leonard Little was a was a man. Uh how about this? From American Brit. What would surprise you more? 
There's three options here. Yeah. Mizzou wins the East. Arkansas makes a bowl. Or Nick Saban retires. Well, that's already happened. Nick Saban retires at the end of the season. <laughs> Mizzou wins the East. That would surprise you the most? Out of, what was the other one? Saban retiring and, and Arkansas making a bowl. I've, I've been saying Saban's retiring every year for the <laughs> last 10 years. So when it happens, I'm going to say, I told you so. Yeah, yeah. But uh, Arkansas winning. I mean, what, do you got their, their schedule? What do they, they got right now? Yes, Let's sir. go through that one. I'll, I'll throw it up here in just a moment. So the Arkansas schedule here, Shane. Mm-hmm. Mississippi State at home. Mm-hmm. At Florida. Auburn at home. Wait, wait. Okay. I'm sorry. Where are we I'm, at? I'm going pretty wise, slow right? here. Okay, two and five. So we got to win four games. Four out of five. All right, four out of five. Mississippi State at home. Okay, yeah. Okay, let's say. Let's, best case let's scenario, give them that. Win. At Florida, toss-up. They're coming off Georgia game. Right. And they'll have two weeks to prepare. Yeah. Arkansas will. So I think it's a toss-up. Auburn at home. Okay. FIU at home. Yeah. Mizzou at home. And I know right now. With your Mizzou-colored glasses, and hell, they hell Missouri beats them every time anyway. But I'm just saying, if you if you win three of those four, yeah, you'd be red hot, playing for your lives. Meanwhile, Mizzou will be like, we got these damn jokers. You know what I mean? So, not not guaranteeing it, but I think that'll be a hell of a matchup. So, uh, again, so it's still you're going Mizzou win the East. More surprising. Or, then Arkansas make a bowl and Nick Saban retiring? Yeah, because Nick, like I said, I'm, I've already penciled that one in. But <laughs> Arkansas, I still think, got a good shot for a bowl game here. You know, they they just got to win. They're, they're going to drop one of those. And even if it is Mizzou, Mizzou's got to beat Georgia. So right. it's like, that feels like the question, true question is, is Mizzou, do you think Mizzou can beat Georgia? Or do you think that Arkansas can make a bowl and I'm gonna and I'm gonna go a little bit more toward Arkansas because I just I don't know I'm just a little worried about that. The one. barn, he, maybe the best comment so far today. This man is slurring straight facts right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. Uh, oh, one we forgot, Honey Badger. What he was a hell of a player. I mean, there's so many, you know. And so I love many. that he played special teams. That punt return, right? Even though you. You don't like special team coaches. We got that. No, I hate special team. No, I don't hate special team coaches. I get it. It's a very important. Do you want another one? No, you're still. I got a full one right here, brother. But I'm just saying that I love athletes that can do multiple things, you know, not just good at one right. thing, not a one trick pony. The, a guy that can, like, if you could take kind of like this, Debo Samuel. Oh, my God. That's a prime example. And Debo didn't get used properly when he was in He South got hurt Carolina. too, a little. Yeah. A couple in, in college. But you could take somebody like that, and then all of a sudden, Luther's doing it now in Mizzou. You know, Brock you, Bowers too. Special teams, Brock. That's a great one. It's I like those guys. You can literally take the defense. You're seeing it over with Colorado. Everybody wants to talk about that, but there's some there's some dudes in the SEC that could do it right now. You can move them to defense, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden they become one of the best defensive backs or one of the best defensive linemen. Um, there's this, you know, defensive linemen don't get enough credit. There's some. There's been some dudes. Um, Curse, you know. Um, oh yeah, just total freaks that come through. Miles oh, Garrett, Garrett, you know, that's another one. Yeah. Do you see his? Uh... No, that wasn't him. Never mind. Sorry. All right. How about this question, Shane? From Dylan Johnson, with Brock Bowers out, mm-hmm. 
Georgia coming off a game against Florida. And Mizzou coming off a bye. Oh, they're they're lining it up already, brother. Man, when you get three How options. likely is it that Mizzou beats Georgia? And again, we'll, I'll say that again. Georgia will be coming off a tough-fought Florida game. That's their yeah. chief rival right now. Mizzou will have two weeks to prepare for this trip to Athens. I mean, how likely do you think Mizzou pulls off the upset? Or I, I think it's a better question. I hate to chop him off here, but what – Who's more likely to beat Georgia? Let me uh, let me throw it to you that way. And I'll throw up the schedule here for, for folks unfamiliar. Florida and Jacksonville. Mm-hmm. Missouri in Athens. Ole Miss in Athens. At Tennessee. Which of those four is Georgia most likely to lose? Right now. I'm going Mizzou. They're just Whoa. they're red hot, man. They're red hot. They they went toe to toe. I mean, they should have beat LSU. They should be undefeated right now, Mike. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And if they're undefeated right now, we're not even asking this question. We know the answer to this question. Obviously, Missouri's going to be the answer. You know, it doesn't hurt it doesn't help that it's in Athens cuz Athens can get loud. You know, a lot of times you forget about that. You know. <laughs> Apparently they are pretty loud down there, you know, if you poke the bear enough, you know what I'm saying? They're loud in the comments right now, I'll tell you that. Yeah, I, I think that's your I think that's your answer. Now, there's some other intriguing. In fact, at the start of this season, I told you Ole Miss was the one that I said, you know, is the one you gotta watch out because look where it's at. What, what who's before and after Ole Miss? For uh Georgia? Yeah. Before is Mizzou. Yeah. After's at Tennessee. You know what I'm saying? I, it's a little not not a trap game because you know Ole Miss is getting some love. You know it's going to be tough to overlook them. But again, another explosive offense that Georgia's just going to have to keep up with. So that's right. another intriguing one. And let me piggyback off that. I don't know if this is fair either because I'm not trying to be disrespectful to all these teams. Yeah. But are any of those teams capable of beating Georgia, or will Georgia? have to l- lose the game. You know what I mean? Like turnovers, not executing. I mean, it, it's the same damn thing. But, you know, once these games end, all these fans, yeah. they didn't beat us. We beat our – you know, does it no. have to be that way? No. Or can Mizzou, Ole Miss, Florida, Tennessee, no, because can they play their A game and go toe-to-toe in a zero-turnover game and beat the dogs? Georgia, this isn't the best Georgia team that's been in Athens the last three years, in my opinion. Now, does it have potential? Absolutely. But this is a team that's riddled with injuries in key positions. You right. know what I'm saying? Like running back, we've, we, we had Brock running the ball at some point this season because of the running again, the, the injuries on this, on this team. So to answer your question, Mike, it doesn't need to be a turnover fest it, 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 because we've seen it. We saw it with South Carolina. We've seen it with Auburn. As long as you come out here and you start putting points up, the problem is can you continue to do that into the second half? Kirby has been a, you know, a genius in that locker room at halftime and coming out and, and turning this program around. Mm-hmm. They, they just need a complete game, four quarters. And, and Mizzou has, uh, I don't know if we're even talking about Mizzou. I don't know, but it feels like we should be with all these beers floating around here. You know? right, how about this? I mean, I think this is an easy one from Noah. Worst coaching job in the SEC. 
That's, worst, the, that's uh, the question. That's worst the question? Yep. Worst coaching job in the SEC this, right now? This year, yeah. Jimbo Fisher. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't had it a, uh, too many yeah. beers if it you know, no, got you right there. I almost went. I saw Mississippi State. I, I thought about yeah. that, but I'm, I'm going to go with Jimbo here. All right, how about this from Crazy Carl, like this name. Yeah. He sounds like a good time. Does Shane Beamer have to wear, like, Ooh, does he have to do he's, crutches? He's right here. Okay. He's right here. Crazy Carl. Who's fired first? Jimbo? Mm-hmm. Beamer? Or Napier? Again, that's a slam dunk, right? Yeah, Jimbo. He's the only one I think could get fired of that group right now. Out of the remaining two, though, who's got the hottest seat? Mm, Napier. Yeah, I'm with you there. I don't even think it's close. <laughs> Shane ain't going nowhere. Shane, no. He had a bad season, and he still got a got a chance to clean up. And so does Billy. That's the the great thing about this these two scenarios. Yeah, is that they can close out this season, and then we're not even talking about them anymore. Right. All right. How about this one from? Uh, Danny, mm-hmm. top commenter here on YouTube. If Joe Milton has another bad game, yeah, but Tennessee wins at Alabama, that seems almost impossible. But of course, they did against A and M too. Would that change the perception of this Tennessee team? That's his question. I think what he's driving at is like, you know, people like Tom Lugan, Luganbill said they're overrated, and people think like. Oh, ten, I mean, you should see the comments. The non-Tennessee people are like, they're about to lose four. Get, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, if you win at Bama and you have an ineffective quarterback, does that mean that Tennessee is probably an elite team around Joe Milton? What, what's your thoughts on that? Hmm. And I don't know that you really have an elite team without, you, <laughs> without a good quarterback, yeah. you know? But But I guess what he's trying to really drive at is like, well, the country, will they look at Tennessee and be like, by God, this is a great team. They just beat Alabama in Tuscaloosa. Yeah. And they did it with defense and running the ball and maybe special teams. What what would what do you think the national opinion of Tennessee would be if they were to accomplish that and it didn't take a five touchdown Joe Milton game? You know what I mean? That Josh Hopple is one of the best coaches in the country. You know, because I, I believe that's where we're at here as outside, you know. Obviously, if you're a Vol fan, you're tickled pink about how how things rolled out this this last week. You're t- I think you're I think you're maybe you're still a little butt hurt about the Florida game, but all in all, I think you're okay with where we're at and with what we have to work with. You know, everybody knows that there's brighter days ahead with this program. I think that's the the beauty of Tennessee. There's been a lot of seasons, especially when you know as a Vol fan that you're going in like. You know, we suck this year. We're going to suck next year. You know, there's, there's, you know, the birds' heads are falling off. You know, that's kind of where you're at with Tennessee. But you see it. You see that that if we get the right pieces in play here, Tennessee has got a a, a fantastic opportunity to, to always be considered a top ten program. And I think that's what's exciting about it. And so, to answer your question, I think if they come out with a victory here, it's going to be more about look what Josh did with less. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we had a we had a really good question off Facebook. I'm down to the Facebook questions now. Shane from Ollie. Yeah, one of the OG listeners. Yes, sir. He wrote us like a novel. Yeah. I'm not going to read the whole thing, but basically the moral of the story. This and I just took the first part to be honest with you. Has Mark Stoops boxed him boxed himself in by making Kentucky an attractive job for other football coaches? And and he went on the list. You know they. 
thrown so much into facilities. They're recruiting better. Yeah. They're, they have three assistants, Shane, on, on staff that make over a million dollars. Mm. Offense, defense, and tight end coach slash recruiting court. I mean, and not just like they're not making like one million. Right. Like some of them are making like two million, and some of them are making a million and a half. I mean, this is – they have committed. It's SEC podcast money right there. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I, I think the, the point being, Shane, is they have thrown so much money at this. Yeah. And have, you know, have they hit a ceiling? And I mean, I've, I have i don't want to bash Mark Stoops any more than I already have because I think right. people are pretty aware that I think he's not terrible. Yeah. But he's not elite. He's right in the middle. But if you're there, you're not getting, say, you know, when Nick Saban leaves Alabama, they ain't calling Mark Stoops. Yeah. If Lincoln Riley keeps sucking and they fire him at Southern Cal, they ain't, they're not picking up the phone and yeah. calling Mark Stoops. So if he can't get to one of those jobs, he sure as hell is not going to like, no disrespect, but he's not going to take like Mississippi State job because yeah. he's got a better job and he's paid as a top 12 coach in the country. It, it's just a weird place that he's – how weird of the place, I guess, is it because he's – He's he's done as as well as you can possibly do at Kentucky. Yeah, but I don't see him jumping at another big time job. I mean, it's it's just. Well, I guess what's your what's your thoughts on the state of the Kentucky program? Oh, I think you're right, man. I, I it's tough. I mean, he's getting paid. The coaches are getting paid, right? The players are getting paid. Their NIL's pretty damn good. And it's not know? like they're getting their ass kicked. I mean, the Georgia, no, Georgia kicked their ass. Georgia kicks everybody's They're always ass. on the edge of 10-win seasons right. every single year that he's up there. So, you know, I think as a, as a Kentucky fan that grew up maybe in the 80s and 90s, you realize how bad it could be. Right. And I think and that's some, the key. And, and I'm telling you right now. Where's this camera? Are we looking at this one? Yes, yeah. sir. Okay, I got my glasses fogging up here. I've been there. We've been there. Nineteen in the '90s, the football was good at Tennessee, but it was never like great, you know. Other than '98, yeah. After that, we kept saying, "Oh man, we keep dropping the Florida game. Mm-hmm. We keep dropping this mm-hmm. game. Blah blah blah. We're out of the SEC championship run. Yeah. We're not going to the BCS. Fire Philip Fulmer. This is garbage." And then all of a sudden, you ain't got him. And then guess what went with him? Ten win seasons. Yep. And then we went through a decade and a half almost 20 years of just shitty football. But we hung in there. Volunteer fans hung in there. But that's that's a testament where you're at. What do you want? Do you want to take a gamble and hire somebody that could potentially win you an SEC championship? Or are you happy with the 10 wins and the possibility of winning an SEC championship with the coach you currently have? So I I, I think they, they, are, they have painted themselves in the corner. And the brother, their their brothers down the street, you know, is a prime example of what you shouldn't do. So I think he's there forever, man. Yeah. Well, they're all in the comments, Shane. It's taking him ten minutes to drink a beer. Yeah, How many beers he in? I'm at, out. at the five minute mark, he's got a chug. Yeah, I'm telling <laughs> he's making you. too many good points for so many yeah. beer. <laughs> he ain't sweating. Be like the Florida fans, you know. Let me see his what is it? The heart rate. That's one I saw pop up today. You know. <laughs> but let me let me because uh, I think you're 100. Everything you just said was great there, Shane. Uh, but was it? Let me let me also say this. Yeah. If because I've also made it clear, I'm not a fan of. Uh, uh, Will Levis, yeah. being an elite quarterback, right. 
He was average. Yeah. If, and I know this is easier said than done, Shane, mm -hmm. and Devin Leary has been a bust. If they just stay with Mark Stoops and have a quality defense, have a running game, you know, we can't have it to where the offensive line is a travesty, but just get get that fixed. Get the get the offensive line back. If we somehow, some way, and it's not going to be every year, but maybe once every five years, we got a top three quarterback in the SEC at Kentucky. Yeah. I mean, they could win it. Maybe not the national championship, but they could possibly win. Because I, I think they've been winning, Shane, with bad quarter. Let's call it what it is. Average to bad quarterback. Play. Yeah. Imagine if they had, uh, I don't know, throw in like Hendon Hooker. Yeah. I mean, they would have been awesome with Hendon Hooker, don't you think? <laughs> it's just one hit. It's a guessing game. When you're looking at the portal, they hit, they nailed it out of the park with Ray Davis. Yeah. Ray's, I mean, there's not a better running back in the transfer portal than the one they got on their roster. But sometimes you miss on the quarterbacks. And unfortunately, you can't redo. You just got to play your, you got to play your hand. Right. And I don't think Will was the ultimate. I don't think he was the greatest quarterback then, but he was really good. I thought he was good. I thought he was good enough for, to win some, some football games. Right. And then, you know, we just needed to hit on Leary. And you went out and arguably got, like, if you're looking at stats and all the recruiting sites, you got the best guy that was out there. You, Kentucky, got the quarterback that Nick Saban couldn't get. You know what I'm saying? And I don't know if, how bad Nick wanted him down there, but I would imagine, you know, after Drake didn't work out, that he was <laughs> he was trying to get that, you know, it didn't. But, again, it, you're only as good as that quarterback plays. And, and if Leary would have came up there and, and played half as good as we thought he was going to be, Kentucky may be undefeated right now, and we're talking about them potentially giving Georgia a run for their money. And here's a great comment from Ron. Well, after who knows? They may have beaten. I don't know. He's he's yeah. he's a he's a wild man in these comments, Ron. Yeah, I don't agree with much of what he says. Florida, but, yeah, Florida yeah. fan. I wish Kentucky would fire Stoops. It would be an easy game again. And I think that says more than yeah. anything because hell, he's he's held his own more yeah. than his own against Florida. You well, know? didn't Florida want to hire him? Wasn't that the rumor or something? I don't know. <laughs> All right, how about this one? It's kind of a, on a similar theme, mm -hmm. Shane, from Jimmy Palmer. Tennessee and Kentucky are nearly identical teams this year. Good defense, good running backs, terrible quarterbacks. Kentucky was exposed by Georgia and Mizzou. Yeah. What keeps Tennessee from being exposed by Bama, Georgia, and Mizzou? And I don't think I've ever indicated they won't be. <laughs> but <laughs> I, I guess, uh, you know, I think he's looking at it as a – as an anti-Tennessee fan, but as a pro-Tennessee fan, what gives you hope, I guess, that Tennessee will not be exposed by Bama, Georgia, and Mizzou? That, I mean, it's a long shot, guys. But if Joe Milton progresses, that's it. If he figures it out, if he turns off the the, the outside noise and clutter and, yeah. and he gets on page with some of these guys and, and maybe some of these young receivers emerge on the out, they've got... This offensive line's been kind of impressive. And and that I thought that was going to be the biggest hole for this program. And they've kind of they figured it out. And of course, it helps that Cade's back. Yep. But or Cooper. Know, Cooper. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
That's they're brothers. Yeah. They they probably get called. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah there you go. Potato. Some people call me flying Hawaiian. I don't know. <laughs> no, nobody calls me that. But but if if you got him, uh, it, you know, this offensive line taking. I don't even know where I was going with that. But just Joe Milton taking that step forward and and realizing how damn talented he can be. Just just don't turn the ball over. He he does not got to be yeah. elite. With that ground game, with that defense, mm-hmm. eliminate the mistakes. And that's pretty easy to do. Yeah. If it ain't there, don't chuck it. Run. Mm-hmm. Like you said, pick up three yards. As, yeah. That's as mediocre as that is. It's a hell of a lot better than an interception. Yeah. Just give us a couple three-yard runs, and, and they'll be all right, you know? You really do see a glare on these glasses. Don't you? <laughs> you know, every time I look up, I can't even say like Stevie Wonder here. <laughs> All right. Uh, how about this? Tyler Cole. Yeah. He not only has he asked it online, he's asked it in the chat. So we got to get to this one. Shane, as a Tennessee man, who is your favorite gator of all time? Man. I don't even I gotta say it, man. Tim Tebow. Mm-hmm. I just think what he what he was, what he represented, just even watching that little docuseries that we watched. Oh, it's shit. Just, what? Sorry. I don't mean to cut you off. We'll continue that in a second. Jeffrey just gave a Jeffrey Lawson, hundred buck donation. Damn. Cousin, you. I'm not a beer drinker, but I appreciate you being a man of your word after losing all your bets. <laughs> so stay safe walking home. Oh god. He's got a he's got a DD, I promise. He does. Yeah. They're about to pull up. Too. But you were you were saying D, Tebow's your favorite, or Tim Tebow? Yeah, I just I like him. Does you know? he also top your all time? I don't even know if you. The only thing I don't like uh-huh. is that he gets in front of me at elevators. <laughs> yeah. You know, a lot of people don't know. They probably missed this show, but we were in Atlanta. Uh, this was the Atlanta one. We yeah, were down yeah. there. And I'm carrying all these cameras back to the room and everything, and there's this long line, and there's all these these ladies, mm-hmm. older ladies. Uh, Can I have one of those beers? Yeah, to help you out? they're like, um, I don't know what they are. They're like some. They they were I having a convention. They, they were having a convention. Yeah, yeah. some fat fat loss thing. <laughs> I probably should have signed up while I was there, but I'm sweating my ass off, and we're down to one elevator. The elevators are all jacked up, and I finally get to the elevator, and right before it opens up, here comes Tim Tebow and his handlers. And like signs like three or four autographs, get some selfies, and then literally they walk him right in front of me. And I'm, of course, I'm a huge fan of Tim Tebow, but he lost a few points that day, Mike. But I was going to ask you, Shane, is he your all time? I know this is like a side Florida. question. Florida. Well, I, I know, but I'm going a different, completely different direction. I, I like Percy, though. Let's go completely different direction. Yeah. No one's asked this. I'm asking you because I've had a couple too. Probably need to update the counter. But who's your all-time people? I don't. I think you'd be too nervous to do it. But who's your all-time to interview on this show? Could be coach, player, person. Could be literally anybody, as long as it's like SEC related. On this show, yes, sir. Sit down. You get an hour unfiltered. Oh, Sam! I like Sam, man. I love Sam. I, I. We got a little bit of it while we we're at Media Days, but I yeah. think in the right atmosphere, opening up some cold ones. Talking about some war stories. I think that would be awesome. Yeah. Um, I got a list. I got a list. It's not just him. Uh, Stoops is another one I think would be a fantastic interview. Yeah. Um, he likes to drink a little bit, party a little bit too. So I think that would be fun. Um, any players that I would like to talk to? I think. All time. 
all time. I'd love to get Johnny in, man. Johnny Manziel? Yeah. I mean, we got to see the series, which I think was great, but I think there was a lot left out. I just would like to know some of the behind the scenes. Some of the names there. We've already had all these people. Of course, Shane wasn't there, but Josh yeah. Pate, Paul Feinbaum, Rusty Manziel. I want Shane with Yeah, Rusty's with cool, too. I yeah. like Rusty. Rusty, uh, um, he, he's so funny. He's so damn funny. I think when he has a couple of beers, he'd be a good one, too, oh. just because of all the... Rest in peace. They're they're saying the pirate. That would have been the best one. That was our that was our bucket list yeah. right there. Was getting the pirate in, you know, because I think he would have been. I'd love to get Lane Kiffin. I'd love to talk to him. <laughs> yeah. you know? I don't think he'd say anything. I I don't think he would tell. I think us. we'd get him loosened up. Trace says, "How about Aaron Hernandez?" <laughs> <laughs> oh no, no, I would I would have if he was still alive. You know, that would have been any, a good one. I, yeah. I, any any of those guys. I just love I love the stories when you talk to some of these college athletes, you know, just behind the scenes, getting recruited. You know, we've all seen the movies Blue Chips and stuff, but yeah. there's there's some of that out there. And I just love to hear some of those stories kind of pop off and uh yeah, yeah, all of them, man. There's yeah. not a there's not a bad interview out there. You just gotta and I, I struggle with this, but you gotta you gotta get someone to put their guard down. Yeah. And it's hard to do these big name people when they come right in, but it's like you wear them down after yeah. about the thirty minute mark, and then they give you the good stuff. I'm you know? down now. I <laughs> I hate saying Mizzou. I don't think I'm going to hit this one. All right, how about the? Well, we'll just keep going here. The barn door, Shane. I pass out. If firing Jimbo meant A and M lost all their five stars, yeah, he's talking about on the roster, not recruits or anything. Would you still do it if they they lost all their elite talent? If who? If Texas A and M fires Jimbo, yeah. But that meant that all the elite five star players were going to transfer out. Yeah. Would you still fire him? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. You got him there, be- not because of Jimbo. You got right. him there because it is Texas A&M and everything they can offer. And NIL, and that's still going to be there. Still going to be there. Won't and be hard to bring wrong with that. Won't be hard to bring them back. And no. you'll get in any five stars you lose, you replace them with the next batch just, of five stars. You know, the timing, the timing of it all. This was an opportunity for A&M to get out ahead of Texas. Yep. And now all bets are off. You got Oklahoma, Texas coming in here. There's there is no head start. And what would suck again as an Aggie fan or a, an Aggie booster, right? Is you're going into this season with an unproven coach, a new hire. Yeah, it's you're. But again, what does it look like? You could keep Jimbo, but what does it look like three years from now? Are you getting steamrolled by some of these other programs? So and, and in fairness to because uh, I, I I know A uh, and M fans probably hate. Anybody talking Texas and, and coming into the SEC? Oh, uh, but look who they're playing though. You know they're playing Rice, they're playing Wyoming, mm-hmm. they're playing Baylor, mm-hmm. they're playing Kansas, and then who they got upcoming? Houston, BYU, Kansas State, TCU, Iowa State, Texas Tech. As underperforming as A and M has been. If they're playing Houston, BYU, Kansas State, they're beating the shit out of these teams too. Yeah. So we can prop, and hey, we're trying to win Texas over. But it ain't the same. Yeah. It ain't the same. Uh, yeah, you beat Alabama. I'm get, we gave them all the credit in the world for that. Yeah. But turn around and play LSU. Right. Turn around and play in Williams-Brice Stadium. Turn around and go to the Swamp mm-hmm. at night. Good mm-hmm. luck. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it ain't the same. So they may be shitting on uh, – uh, on them, oh shit! I don't know if this is like a virus or something, Shane. Yeah. Someone just donated us twenty two thousand 
COP. Oh, damn. We're busted. <laughs> is, that, is that Chinese something money? I don't know what that uh, is. I don't know. The cops are here. <laughs> Parked out front. See if I get behind the wheel. I'm not. <laughs> my, my ride is here, though. Oh, you, so, you got to go? Yeah, I know. I know. I'm such a failure. Oh, but, well, we went but, an hour 16. Any any closing thoughts, sir? After our $22,000 donation, Shane's like, I got better things to do. Well, it's COP. I don't even know what that is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How about I Google that while you give us your closing yeah. thoughts? I will say I will say this, man. Colum- uh, Colombian pesos. Colombian pesos. I'm going to look that. I'm, gonna, yeah. I'm doing What's it. What's the... Two dollars to USD. I mean, this is oh, take a get. Look, no, no. it sounds comical though. <laughs> yeah, <it is. laughs> let's let's end on this. Matt. Can you uh, can you guess how much that is? And twenty bucks. Lower. Oh wow, ten bucks. Lower. One dollar higher. Two dollars higher. Five, I don't know. It's five dollars. <laughs> but we say, hey, we don't, we don't. It's, it's. Uh, we no, we appreciate I, all five dollars. You the, know, the final the, thing. The here. twenty-two thousand yeah. got me. No, I, I'm not I, gonna lie. I, really, I thought we were gonna be able to go buy a yacht or something. Yeah. You know what I mean? You ever go to a buffet or something, and your 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 eyes are bigger than your stomach? You're like, man, I'm gonna. They're saying, will you do thing. nine for Friday? <laughs> I've got, yeah, I only did one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. I was on number eight. Yeah, I'm a failure. Sorry. My mom literally just texted me. I hope you're not driving home. That's literally what she said. But I feel like uh, I feel like I need to call it there. Blood pressure's kicking in. Oh, yeah. In, so. oh, yeah. But, hey. We're not judging. You're, you're a man no, of the I, Again, I promise I'll, I'll finish the rest of these. Just getting it power hour. I'm not. I'm not built like that anymore. But I, I will say this uh, with Mizzou. Hey, this was for you guys. I, I, I locked up. I locked up Kentucky, and and a lot of them were like, you know, the beer. They were happy just that they got the win. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So, yeah. uh, and Mike, you got some Coronas over here that you can knock out later without me. And final thoughts here from Bradley Childress. My boy. If I was there, I'd kill the rest of the I know he would. <laughs> this drunk bastard. I'm going to tell you, this guy, he went to Bristol with me. Uh, we went to Bristol and watched the Tennessee-Virginia Tech game. And, I mean, we were drinking, man. We were pounding. Like Brad knows he was there. And uh, we got back celebrating that game. And I woke up like two hours after I fell asleep on an air mattress. You didn't oh, even know wow. they made them for this size. You know what I'm saying? I didn't either. I thought I was expecting to wake up on the ground. <laughs> but I woke up two hours later, and he's like, well, we can't waste them. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, damn, Brad, I love it. So, But, hey, that's what it is. College football is about memories, having fun with our fans, family, friends, all those guys. <laughs> I'm slurring. I need to get out of here. Yeah, but, but, hey, I'll see you guys tomorrow. Yeah, appreciate each and every one of you, especially those that showed up on the live show and the donations and the $22,000. <laughs> that was five. But we do appreciate each and every one of you. We'll catch you on the next one. All right, see you guys. Go balls. Hey, buddy, this beer's for you, Mike, and Cousin Shane. That SEC podcast loves the pirate, and the pirate loves that SEC podcast. Hail State.